It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect. Ever wanted your favorite restaurants to come to you? Well, with DoorDash, this is now possible as DoorDash connects people with the best restaurants in their city. They do this by empowering local businesses and in turn, generate new ways for people to earn, work, and live. With your favorite restaurants at your fingertips, DoorDash satisfies your cravings and connects you with possibilities, more time, and energy for yourself and those you love. Delivering with DoorDash, you get flexibility and financial stability. Dash for a living or for a goal, all on your schedule and on your own terms. DoorDash customers can place orders via the DoorDash app or website and are connected with Dashers to fulfill deliveries conveniently and contactlessly. Restaurants right to your door. Order now at www.doordash.com. Down, bet it go up. Remember doing shows, ain't nobody show up. Pull your heart out, ain't nobody show love. They used to laugh when my whip was on a tow truck. Till me and being broke finally broke up. Watch out for me, I'm about to Time to shake the dice, time to change the lie. No more nine to five, autopilot dry. Used to work the fries, now we super side. We gon' suit and tie, we gon' touch the sky. We so certified, we so certified. You hate it still, that's an FYI. They gon' bang this here all summertime. Watch out for me, I'm about to. Yeah. Turn me way up, my voice is really low. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Watch out, watch out, watch the cops out, cops out. It's all love when I ride top down. Top down. I started our way down. Started low. from the bottom, now we here now. Watch out for me, I'm about to glow. We about to get the whole nine, the whole nine. We just landed on a gold mine. We the new Abu Dhabi, this is our time Watch out for me, I'm about to glow I just take the dreams I've been sold and sell them for more You already know, watch out for me, I'm about Hope to I glow Hope I deal with karma for my son, dude Cause I be driving What's going on, internet? Analytic here, aka Dreams And I'd like to welcome you to mine Which I call the Notorious Mass Effect Podcast I am a hip-hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of R&B mixed in. For episode 60, we're going to be getting into Little Nas X and Jack Harlow Industry Baby, Camila Cabello, Don't Go Yet, Activision, and then we're going to end with the infamous Mr. West and Aubrey Graham. For those that don't know, Kanye and Drake. But before that, make sure to click my my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as this helps the show overall. Also, 
Make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Now that I've struggled through the intro, let's get into our first topic, which is Little Nas X and Jack Harlow Industry Baby. hit the repeat button on me but anyways Lil Nas X has dropped a new single and if that wasn't made apparent by the social media going at him once again then I don't know what to expect from people who are looking for Lil Nas X releases because every time he releases he's going viral in some shape or some shape fashion whatever the, the phrase is he's he's making a lot of noise when he drops every single single from the last single it was the satanic type shoes that he put out the single before that i forget what did he do before the oh okay i think the single before that it wasn't even music related it was more like life related and he was dressing i think he dressed up as uh i mean not as a girl but like he put like fake balloons in his tip i don't okay i don't even want to go into detail because Lil nas x has been wild basically Lil nas x is a wild boy like that is all i can describe him as like he is a wild boy (laughs) like wild (laughs) so um and that's just that just adds on to the fact because with this music video i mean i don't really i mean Okay, so he's he's dancing. I don't even want to break down what the video means because I, I still don't know. Basically, the, the video snippet that went viral in the actual music video was him dancing with a bunch of other dudes with no clothes on. And there was like little things to like cover or like the little pixelation they do when they, they, they pixel out the... the rated R parts of you know human bodies so it didn't look like you didn't see it but like it was just it was just weird like I was like are they, were they really dancing naked in that music scene like that was you sometimes it's like of course I mean you let you, you let everybody do it you know you, you like who you like but, but when it comes to like even if that was a video of all like women with the pixelation it'll be kind of be like ah this is kind of over the top now i know for some guys they'll be like oh no not for me that i mean it depends on the artist now if we're talking about oh well let's just say it depends on artists but uh so with the whole little nas x thing i feel like if he was more like i feel like it's a whole nother road to go down but 
like Jesse Smollett when he first came out that he was gay he didn't get this type of backlash people wasn't even like double checking like that and then he started having these very explicit scenes on power I don't even know if y'all know who Jesse Smollett is but anyways he's really most famous for um, faking um, a hate crime because of him being gay so when people like Lil Nas X and Jesse Smollett I don't want to put them in the same boat but basically they use the not as a weapon but like when they go and make these type of extreme videos it's kind of like when Megan that's a better example uh, example Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B when they made that track WAP nobody has a problem with them dancing and stuff like that but the way how it was so overly explicit is why that went viral because they said it was bad for the kids even though you mean kids see like it's hard to limit what kids see once they have access to social media they're going to be interested in whatever they like but with Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion being so notable and famous and putting that video out it put that ex explicit imagery in their minds for the rest of their life and that's how I feel with the Lil Nas X video it's very explicit over the top is it needed I don't think so at all and it will leave explicit images for the for in the kid in the minds of kids for the rest of their life because I can't even recall a video where there was a group of dudes dancing with no clothes on in the middle of a prison like that's just if you give it if there's one thing you can take out of this video is that Lil Nas X knows how to make a unique m music video as far as the actual track though now we're gonna get into the actual quality of the track um, this was co-produced by take a day trip the guy who's like um, day trip I don't, I, I don't even know how to his his drop is kind of confusing I don't know what it says but it sounds good it says co-produced by take a day trip and Kanye West I had no idea Kanye West was even producing this track that's I mean that's a tidbit that's very uh, important I, I wonder why they haven't like talked about that more but um so Lil Nas X did address one of the people that called him out for being um what do you call them sexually ir irresponsible or something like that and then Lil Nas just commented back and said y'all don't ever comment on how rappers be talking about using multiple women as as objects but because I'm gay you know what I mean they, he was basically saying just hey y'all hate gay people because there's so many uh, explicit stuff in hip-hop and you're choosing to go at it which is a valid point so the actual track though with Nas and I'm not gonna call him Nas with little Nas X because there's only one Nas in the hip-hop genre with little Nas X and Jack Harlow they are sort of a dynamic duo with the track not going back and forth but the way that little Nas X sets up Jack Harlow Jack Harlow comes in with kind of a basic flow you know nothing too crazy he comes in with bars definitely a few quotables but for the most part it was nothing over the top it, it didn't wow me it was very mediocre but in a good way meaning it was like a six to seven out of ten actually as far as the whole track is concerned i feel like Lil Nas x did his thing like the whole chorus and the whole like um 
verse that he was giving then he had like he had like two different bridges no he had the same bridge but his verse that led up into the bridge made you feel like the bridges were different because the way that little Nas was flowing he would change his flow from the chorus into the verse into the bridge so it didn't feel like one monotonous song like it really added a different level of flavor that was much needed in this track because I can't really tell you what this is about like it's, it's basically it's one of those tracks I, I know if you look up Motley Crue Mass Effect you will see it um, on any platform you're on right now but I talked about how Post Malone sounds great, but I have no idea what he'd be saying. Like the, his his lyrics, he's not a lyricist, but it sounds great. Lil Nas X is not a lyricist, but it sounds great. So Jack Harlow, on the other hand, he definitely attempts to rap as far as he definitely attempts to rap like a lyricist. I feel like he's more of a swag rapper than an actual lyricist, but he definitely has quotables that made his part bearable. Like it, it wasn't bad at all. Now we're going to get into the actual snippet that I have for the track. And y'all can let me know what y'all think of the track. Obviously, I'm not playing the video version. I mean, it was, I don't even know if, if this was on YouTube. I don't even know if y'all want to see that. Like, that may scar you for life, honestly. Like, it's just, it may just go to sleep. And that just, that image, that imagery just may pop into your head and you wake up in a cold sweat. But anyways, so I'm playing this. <laughs> now I'm going to play the snippet of Industry Baby with Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow. Track record so clean, they couldn't wait to just bash me. I must be getting too flashy. Y'all shouldn't have let the world gas me. It's too late, cause I'm here to stay, and these girls know that I'm nasty. I sent her back to her boyfriend with my handprint on her cheek. City talking, we taking notes. Tell them all to keep making posts. Wish he could, but he can't get close. OG so proud of me that he choking up while he making toast. I'm the type that you can't control. Said I would, then I made it so. I don't clear up rumors. Where's y'all sense of humor? I'm done making jokes, cause they got old like baby boomers. Turn my haters to consumers. I make vets feel like they juniors. Say your time is coming soon, but just like Oklahoma. Mine is coming sooner. I'm just a late bloomer. I done peak in high school, I'm still out here getting cuter. All these social networks and computers got these walking around like they ain't losers. I told you long ago on the road, I got what they waiting for. So yeah, it definitely sounds good. I mean, the production, Kanye West and Day and Take a Day Trip definitely can't. It's hard. It's hard to do any better than that, honestly, as far as producers go. So the sounding sound was amazing. The sound was great, and the actual overall song I think was solid. I think it was enough to actually hold some weight against the tactics and the little. The semantics that Lil Nas X is pulling because with his with him going viral for other things besides music is kind of like what well, is he really talented and I think tracks like this kind of lets you reassures fans and doubters that uh, I mean at least he can still make a track so yeah click my link tree in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of industry baby and Lil Nas X is he gonna be here to stay or is he just uh troll that'll be gone in the next half a year to a year now we're gonna switch it up and get it to camilla cabello don't go yet oh 
Oh, me love it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm alone, yeah. I'll replay this moment for months. Alone in my head, waiting for it to come. I wrote all your lines and the scripts in my mind. And I hope that you follow it for once. I imagine myself inside in the room with platinum and gold eyes. Dancing, catch your eye, you be mesmerized, oh We'll find the corner there, your hands in my head Finally, we're here, so why? Saying you got a flight, need an early night, no Don't go yet So if you can't tell by the vocals, Camila Cabello is blessing us with her presence once again as she's getting close to releasing her third studio album called Fami Familia? Familia? La Familia? Yeah, I think it's Familia. But it's supposed to be family, honestly. But, you know, I'm, I, I'm not fluent in Spanish. I, I mean, if you just... If that wasn't apparent, then that's not my natural tongue. You know, that's not what I speak in on the daily. I didn't, I didn't know if y'all was confused or not. You know, I had to clear that up. I'm not bilingual. But anyways, uh, <laughs> Don't Go Yet is definitely a promising start to the new album. Uh, Camila Cabello, I think, is one of the most talented people in the industry. And I put her up there with people like SZA, people like The Weeknd. Like the vocal control, well, the vocal inflection and the voice control. No, the breath control is just amazing. Like the way they sing. I don't know if they punch in, punch out, so you can't really tell with a breath control. Even though if you listen kind of closely, you can with some rappers. But as far as singers, it's easier to, to cover that up, I believe. So with the album Don't Go Well, no, not the album. But the actual track Don't Go Yet is definitely coming well no it's definitely setting up the her third studio album but camilla didn't release a release date didn't disclose a release date because i mean she probably it's probably not close you know she probably wants to just let fans know that's in the works so they'll be happy when it finally comes out um with the actual track coming out she's not one of those to say that's gonna she's gonna drop She's not one of those to say she's going to drop and then don't drop, you know, a.k.a. Mr. West. But we're going to get into him in our last segment. But as far as with this, I feel like Camilla is one of those type of artists that really thrives off inspiration. Because when you listen to her last album, it had a lot of hip hop. I don't know if it was hip hop. Well, she's had hip hop features sprinkled in the past. So with this album, I would be. I would probably put money on that she has two to three hip hop features, which is not something that's saying that's out of the norm. I'm just saying like she's inspired by hip hop artists or she wouldn't work with them at all. All Usually that's how it works. Like you listen to somebody, you like them, you're like, oh, they could do for this and then you get inspired. So that's what I mean by inspired. I'm not saying that she's a hip hop head and she listened to Nas and started coming out singing like this like i don't know but i think she really is inspired by working with those type of artists as far as the actual track um there's not too much i can say about it i mean it's a very solid track with camila cabello she's one of those that she 
she's uh very consistent with her music but her music is at a very high quality so it's kind of like when people take i would compare it to lebron james but let's it's like with serena williams winning the tennis championship i don't even know what it's called like the the open the u.s open that may be golf i'm all the way off Anyways, the tennis championship, it's like when Serena will, wins it over and over again. He's like, oh, that's good, but like we, we expected it. Like with this track, it's, it's a great track, but I was kind of expecting it with Camilla because the way that she came with the Havana song, I think it was called Havana or some Havana, one of the type of tracks, the the Ooh La La song. I don't know. It was, it was amazing. And then she had that track with the baby, and then she had another track. I think she was singing with The Weeknd. But I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself. All I'm saying is that Camilla has solidified herself as one of the legends in the game. And the way that she goes about executing her tracks is just amazing. Like amazing to hear everything from from breath control, the vocal inflection to the overall production of the song is just you sit there and you're just like, wow, this girl is talented and she is. I'm so I'm gonna play the snippet of don't go yet. And then we're going to talk about it. So here is my snippet that I want to play from the track. Because, you know, of course, I, I just don't want to play the whole track. I mean, you can't play the whole track. That'd be, that'd be kind of messed up, honestly. So, yeah. Um, don't go yet, Camila Cabello, right now. So yeah, simply amazing. So yeah, uh, click my my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of Don't Go Yet by Camila Cabello? And if you say anything other than fire, then um, a block, a block uh, button may be coming your way. I'm not even going to lie to you. No, I'm just joking. I'm not going to go that far, but don't do that. <laughs> don't. But uh, anyway, so yeah, now we're going to switch it up and get into... Ah, get into old Activision. Activision Blizzard. We have some things to talk about. <laughs> Hundreds of Activision Blizzard employees have signed a letter published by Bloomberg, Polygon, and Kotaku. So this is definitely a credible sources that rebukes the company's response to California's allegations that Activision Bl- Blizzard has a discriminatory work culture and issues with sexual harassment the cut the company's response to the lawsuit which paints an extremely upsetting picture of its culture and how women are treated there has largely been to the deny been to deny the allegations so 
nearly thousands of Activision Blizzard employees have band together to go at the head, which is Activision Blizzard. Um, what, what, I mean, actual head. I don't know the person who actually runs Activision Blizzard. Nor do I really want to know because this is more of a workplace culture, and that's not really decided by one person. I mean, it can be heavily affected by one person, but as far as ultimately, like how the people, like people have their own brains. You can tell them to do whatever, but they, at the end of the day, if you're a grown person, you have your own brain. You can make your own decisions, which means either leaving because you don't feel comfortable doing what said person is doing to another female worker or staying there and continuing to act so the actual this actual situation it's just like whenever you're talking about companies and the way that they treat women why is it always a sexual harassment type case like why are we starting to hear this more and more in the video game space like is it getting to a point where they're just covid related like it's just they just bored with covid so they just start sexually harassing women like what goes through the mind of people who who even like think it's okay to do that so as far as with this like the legal um repercussions of it they they say that activision blizzard would have to file some type well have to come to some type of settlement if there's not um solid evidence that denies any type of sexual harassment or workplace being um volatile or discriminatory so with this whole with this whole thing it's kind of it's it's really just understanding where you're coming from with activision blizzard a lot of the places that talk about video game culture they say that it's, it's a very stressful place in general for women and men because you're programming games, you're getting ads together, you're, you're, somebody's working on DLC, unfortunately, and then when you're putting out the game, you, the fans could start trashing and now your boss is getting mad, now you're putting in more work because they want to try to appease the fans, now you're putting out DLC that nobody cares about because the base game wasn't good and nobody's even playing it at this point. And then you have Paragon. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But um, as for the actual gaming space, now this is this is very serious. Um, Activision Blizzard. I just hope I'm not gonna take any sides. I, I'm just gonna say I hope justice is served, and you know what that means. Like, I hope the actual truth comes to light, and they don't just try to walk around what actually went down. So, as as far as like what I think about the gaming space right now, I think with COVID nineteen and everything, putting sexual harassment and discriminatory workplaces to the side, I feel like in general, a lot of these games are being rushed. A lot of these CEOs of companies really want to make a big buck because with the pandemic, it's harder to make money, so they're throwing everything in the ki kitchen sink at fans to see if they will bite. Which is why I think we got the Mass Effect Legendary Edition so early because we've been asking for a remaster of Mass Effect Trilogy for so long it's not even funny. And it comes out the year following the pandemic, not even before the pandemic was over. It was announced, I think, at the tail end of the pandemic. So it was just, it didn't even wait till it was over. It was already like, yeah, we need money. Send, give them what they wanted. So this could end up being a good thing for consumers, but at the same time, Every time a company loses money, 
they always somehow you know they always start to remember what the fans ask for and they start to give it to us so i'm always i've always thought that like even with um the company that started up assassin creed i don't know what this i think ubisoft or whatever i don't know if it's ubisoft i think it's ubisoft but um people want to assassin's creed japan so bad and with gosha tashima being exclusively on the playstation well four and five then they kind of missed that boat because ghost of tashima is everything that the fans would have wanted from assassin's creed japan because people are still playing that game and they're very excited for the dlc which is what happens when you make the base game playable and actually enjoyable for fans of the actual genre As far as other lawsuits in the gaming industry, I don't really know too many female on male or male on male or female on female. You know, you got to see all that nowadays. Dog on dog. Nah, just joking. <laughs> but I don't know any type of um, cases that have been filed with them. But at the same time, Activision Blizzard has said, has denied the allegations. But I mean, it's one thing to deny, it's one thing to prove it when the other party has cold hard evidence and then you're just coming at it with records that you thought wasn't important because you didn't think it would go this far so with activision blizzard i feel like at the end of the day they'll come out on top maybe not get everything that they was wanting but i think they'll get 95 to 99 percent of it <laughs> so yeah click my link tree in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of Activision Blizzard and the way they treat their employees? Now, finishing with what most people been waiting for, Mr. West and Aubrey Graham, aka Drake versus Kanye. Mr. West reportedly, allegedly, and subsequently broke Apple's streaming record. Which, how true that is, the world may never know, honestly. But as far as like the actual track, or not the track, I don't even know what I'm saying. As far as the actual album and how it materialized for the public to see, the fans loved it and that was a huge understatement the way that kanye came out and really that was a mercedes-benz stadium in atlanta and he made that he, he made selling that out seem like he just sold out like the garden or something like no offense to the garden but the garden can't hold nearly as much as a football a national football league stadium can hold like it's just insane he did 42,000 fans who paid between $20 to $100 per ticket. So, it was, they didn't pay nothing too crazy to see Kanye. But at the same time, like, I heard Kanye was even late. Like, two out, one to two hours, which is probably why he had people paying. Because it's like, if you pay for something, you're going to be more, you're going to be less likely to leave. You're going to be more inclined to stay because, like, I already put my 50 my 80 dollars into here so i might as well just stay and get this over with 
And then Kanye got there, and then he started to get it over with. Like, he went crazy. He, he started rapping. He started singing. There was a track with him and uh, Jay-Z, which I think he had one of the best choruses he's made in, like, the past five years. Like, the, the effects on it, the vocal... The vocals, um, everything behind the keys, it was just great. So according to sources, technically TMZ, Kanye's Kanye West's album streaming event broke Apple Music's global live stream records with over 3.3 million viewers watching the from afar and the independent has reached out oh that's a different source anyways and the previous record that was held you i mean if you guess it then you definitely are a fan of this person but the previous record was held or set by gucci Mane and jeezy in the versus battle earlier this year which amassed a report of 1.8 million view viewers. <clears throat> Last week, it was reported that Kanye's next album will be released on 6 August instead of the initial planned date. So when I hear 6th of August, I think like the 12th or the 18th of August is when he's going to drop his album because at this point, I can't trust anything that Kanye does as far as release dates go. And the biggest thing that he's kept his word on as far as like when he spoke was um, him running for pre president. And you saw how that turned out. Also, it is reported that Kanye probably to help out with the PR of him never releasing albums. I feel like he's trying to make his fans seem like he's trapped in this stadium. But he came out and said that he will stay in the stadium until the album is released and they said a studio space is reportedly has been set up set it set it up mm -hmm. set up for his uh for his i don't even know what you call it. you can't call that mansion no more it's literally a stadium he owns a stadium well not owns it but like he's probably paying rent just a little bit. I mean, I wonder what the light bill at the stadium. I mean, what if you just want to turn all like one million of them on? Like, can you just do that for no reason? Like, I wonder what type of access he has while staying in that stadium. Like, if Kim comes through, can he just like have her go to the 50 yard line and have the referees check and then she can come across the, the touchdown just to talk to? Like, I don't know what type of stuff Kanye be doing. But anyways, uh, some more insight into the Donda album album release party. They said that he's been holding on to his album for a long time, and which makes sense. Artists love to hold on to art uh, albums. They feel like it's the greatest thing since sliced bread, so they have to keep working on it. I know it makes no sense. Makes no sense, right? Artists feel like their music is the greatest thing in the world, which is why they keep holding it. Now, we do have rappers like Kendrick who, like, I guess he just retired out of the blue. Like, he just don't care about his fans no more. Like, he ain't even giving a snippet, freestyle, nothing. Not even a little scoop-diddy-poop like uh, Kanye gave that one year. But anyways, 
so that was my review on the donda live listening party and stuff like that of course drake had to make news with karen Silva coming out and saying that drake and kanye are friends due to the tweet that Due to the tweet that um, fan, I would just say a fan, tweeted out saying Drake should be petty and drop CLB on Friday. And, and another person commented, I put money on it, he does. And then Karen Civil commented and said, they friends now, he not, LOL. So basically, she just debunked that. Um, she just said Kanye West and Drake are friends. How much do I believe that? I don't believe it at all. It's coming from Karen Civil which is a huge credible site but at the same time who really wants the artist to go up against drake like the last thing you want to say is oh it don't matter if drake drop we're gonna be ready for him and then drake drops and sells like five hundred thousand, and you sell like 220 like it's gonna be very embarrassing so the best thing the best way to go about it for karen civil is the way that she went about it because that's what i've always liked is like she always knows what to do in the moments of of frustration because it's like we've told you that he's not like cool with kanye but can't since you keep asking we're just gonna say they're friends now what now say something they're friends now what <laughs> like that's basically how they're doing it so um they're not really staying out of beef because of course they said they wanted the album the fans but drake definitely dropped on the same uh, day Kanye was supposed to drop so he dropped a track with a Canadian rapper called Smiley and he has hits with Take Keith um I forget what some other people but I forget I forget what, what is that? anyways all I know is that uh, Little Dirt but where did Little Dirt come from all I know is that <laughs> all I know is that Drake and Smiley on top of over the top the top of the the type of beat they was riding on. I mean, only Take Keith can produce that type of like energy in the track. Like the way that he came on the track and put his own spin on it. I mean, of course you got Take Keith. You got the little the literal drop from Drake. So it don't matter which artist he is, if he gets that type of beat with the Drake drop, that means it was a Drake. You know. Little Drake sample, little Drake, uh, listen to this and please rap over it. But he probably denied it. <laughs> so yeah, that the Take Key track is hard. As far as Smiley goes, I feel like he should never rap again. I feel like he should just take his career and just like take a second to just look back on all the good things he did in life and just stop right there. Like I just feel like these are the heights of his career. I don't see him doing anything else. I feel like it would be kind of hard for him to even get another track with Drake let alone another notable rapper. Drake always is a mastermind when it comes to finding out why to collab with people and why to use them because at, this, at the end of the day, if Drake keeps collabing with you and you fall off, people are gonna say, wow, he really can't keep up with Drake. Meanwhile, Drake was riding your wave the whole time. It's kind of like when you ride somebody else's wave and then the wave is about to end and you jump on your own wave back and then you see him fall and then they're like, oh wow, he didn't last as long as him. That's basically exactly what's going on. Um, I don't know if it's weird for like artists who who Drake helped, but at the same time, like it really doesn't matter because these artists chose to have Drake on the track, so they gotta deal with the consequences, <laughs> which is the goat just going crazy. So 
Yeah, now I'm gonna play a snippet from Over the Top with Drake and Smiley, and y'all can tell me what y'all think right now. I can't be pale in my casket, make sure I die with a tan, it's part of the brand. I know that I came with a slide from left to right, but now I don't wanna dance. Can I depend on a man? I slotted some bread in the jam, that's just who I am. Custom just waving at us from the window, they don't even come on a plane when we land. Anyone else will retire, but I'm not content. I wanna bury these niggas like 20 feet down so no one can find them again. It's gotta be scary to witness we carry these niggas around in both of my hands. They stay inviting me over, they say they got bitches, I get there and then it's just them. Got verse from the boy in the elite, he sent me a new and say use instead. Everything go when you live in the hell's It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect. Ever wanted your favorite restaurants to come to you? Well, with DoorDash, this is now possible as DoorDash connects people with the best restaurants in their city. They do this by empowering local businesses and in turn, generate new ways for people to earn, work, and live. With your favorite restaurants at your fingertips, DoorDash satisfies your cravings and connects you with possibilities, more time and energy for yourself and those you love. Delivering with DoorDash, you get flexibility and financial stability. Dash for a living or for a goal, all on your schedule and on your own terms. DoorDash customers can place orders via the DoorDash app or website and are connected with dashers to fulfill deliveries conveniently and contactlessly. Restaurants right to your door. Order now at www.doordash.com. I don't know what type of flow Smiley was using, but he needs to throw that in the trash. Like, if he's not going to be, like, if, if Lil not, if Lil, okay, I just had a crazy epiphany. Take out Smiley, put Lil Nas X. I think that's a hit. I ain't going to lie to you. If Lil Nas was rapping like that, it would make perfect sense. Smiley, though, on the other hand, I was, I was so confused. I was like, is he trying to tell us something? Like, is he trying to, like, in the midst of a song trying to like let us know I don't know bro it's, it's, that's been enough of that type of talk for me because I I don't want to get cancelled I, I like the the constant plays that come in from Anchor and the notifications and the you got check not just playing okay let me chill so basically um yeah no I like this audience so I don't I'm not trying to get cancelled if y'all if y'all cancel me then I don't know what I'm gonna do <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's about it for the episode thanks for tuning in to the wait no that's not how it works I totally just messed it up okay we haven't got to that part yet so rewind and your mind just hit the rewind button and then now we're gonna press play okay okay I'm definitely not editing that out at all <laughs> yeah click my link here in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of the Kanye and Drake track not Kanye and Drake track. What do you think of the Kanye and Drake beef being resolved? And do you think it's true? Because me, of course, if you ask me, a huge Drake fan. Probably to a fault. Drake, Drake don't need that, man. Like, I mean, they, they talk about Kanye so much. Drake, Drake really doesn't. Like, Kanye's that dude, but so is Drake. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like if LeBron and KD start beefing. Like, yeah, they had their moments. I mean... The tracks that they've had together not even like that classic so i mean they don't have to now if drake and jay-z started beefing and never like made tracks together now that's something but drake and kanye is kind of like they both kind of do the same thing i mean drake is inspired by kanye he's like a light-skinned version of kanye just making sad music a little bit better in my opinion so 
Now, I'm not saying that he has the best album, like, because if we was talking about who had the best album between those two, I would definitely say Kanye. Graduation is one of the best bodies of work ever put together. From track one to the last track, Graduation, the whole teddy bear scheme, the whole marketing, everything as a whole, that's the, that's the best, that's hip-hop at its finest. Graduation is hip-hop at its finest. So yeah, now we're going to go over the overview of the pod. We first started with Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow. We talked about Industry Baby. For the first time, we talked about how... the What, what are we talking about? Oh yeah, we talked about how Lil Nas X was just going crazy with all type of just... Uh, I mean, he, he just goes viral every single time he makes a track and there's different ways every time. So you would think he's just a troll, but then you listen to the track and you're like, this track is pretty decent. So yeah, he has that going for him. I still believe he's here to stay, but some people may um, not share my same sentiment. A settlement? Not a settlement. Sentiment. Yeah, sentiment. Settlement is what I'm... Nah, I'm just playing. Let me check. <laughs> yeah, the same sentiment. Uh, sentiment. Yeah, anyways. Uh, Camila Cabello, don't go yet. So she's amazing. I, I Hopefully I bigged her up enough in that segment. Don't really remember what I said. But I do remember that I definitely was speaking glow, glowingly about her. And um, I felt like she was just one of the standouts of the new music this this, uh, this past weekend. Activision Blizzard. Now, when we get to Activision Blizzard, they kind of need a whooping because the way that they let this just get out into the public, even though sexual harassment is horrible, but it's definitely horrible when the people who are harassed don't even have which you never know people could have spoke up for them but they have to literally leave the company for it to change because like they couldn't file the lawsuit and still work for them because they didn't know if management or gonna believe them and change the head like you know what i mean you never know how that works out then for our final topic we got to kanye and drake talked about how drake is the goat and nobody can not just playing we talked about how kanye's doing things drake's doing things supposedly they've made up i don't think so i really don't feel like it's necessary we already have a lot of drake and kanye tracks the most classic one i think has eminem on it so i mean at this point they've came and like if they was gonna make something crazy together like watch the throne then they would have done it already like yeah so that's about it for the episode thanks for tuning in to the notorious mass effect podcast and don't be afraid to send me a voice message letting me know what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about in the next episode Click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep on my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my cash app link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Thank you for tuning in to another episode, another episode of the Notorious Mass Effect. It's your word dreams from the notorious Mass Effect. Ever wanted your favorite restaurants to come to you? Well, with DoorDash, this is now possible as DoorDash connects people with the best restaurants in their city. They do this by empowering local businesses and in turn, generate new ways for people to earn, work, and live. With your favorite restaurants at your fingertips, DoorDash satisfies your cravings and connects you with possibilities, more time, and energy for yourself and those you love. Delivering with DoorDash, you get flexibility and financial stability. 
dash for a living or for a goal all on your schedule and on your own terms doordash customers can place orders via the doordash app or website and are connected with dashers to fulfill deliveries conveniently and contactlessly restaurants right to your door order now at www.doordash.com